Hello and welcome back to XP Waste. Nice. I'm Michael. And, I, and I'm Dills. If you're new here, we welcome you to the show where we encourage... Do we encourage XP Waste? We do. Okay, great. We don't discourage it. <laughs> no, never. Okay, perfect. We encourage <laughs> XP Waste here. But if you're returning, then, then you already know that. So th- thanks for coming back. Yeah, welcome back. Michael, how did I do? You did great. I did great. You did okay. great. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's a little daunting. I'm not going to lie, and you, you knocked it out of the park. It's, it's, um, the, it's the script I wrote beforehand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, if, you're, uh, if you are new around here, you've never heard this voice on the pod, this is not your normal co-host situation. We have a guest host today, Dills. He's the uh, wonderful host. I was trying to think of an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing, wonderful, beautiful host of the Wilderness Podcast. Oh, you're so another sweet. Another old school RuneScape podcast. Normally, we have my normal co-host put his name on the show, Oxy, um, but he's out gallivanting around Europe, so he won't be back. I think for another week or two. Mm, so but, I have to find more co-hosts. <laughs> well, it's RuneScape. But, you, got, uh, you got plenty to choose from. Oh, so many, so many. <laughs> I think I, I think I have an idea of who will be on next week, but I don't want to spoil oh it. Oh my god, is so. it Zesma? You got Zesma, didn't you, dude? Can you imagine? <laughs> cool. I mean, oh, you could kind of pick anyone. I don't know how common, like how commonly well known his voice is. I think you could just choose someone mm. and be like, "It's Zesma." Like, you're Zesma today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and maybe it's just tell him their last name Zesma, but they're not. They don't play RuneScape or anything. Oh no! Can you imagine if, like, I just absolutely clickbaited people with "I got Zesma on the show" and I just found somebody on LinkedIn with the last name Le- Zesma, oh, man, or like could. on Facebook or whatever? <laughs> yeah, some people might be a little disappointed. Oh man! Uh, Pork Jerry in the recording booth chat says, "I'm trying to manifest Ash to host." Oh. Can you imagine mod god Ash? That'd be pretty awesome. I, I would just like. I probably wouldn't know what to say. That's if I don't know if there's any J mods listening <laughs> and you have a connection to yourself or God Ash and you want to be on the show, just let us know. We'd love to have a J mod on to interview or to host or whatever. You guys can just you can have the show. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like you could just ask Mod Ash and if he had like a couple hours available, I feel like he would. He seems very I don't know if you've noticed, but he's response to everyone on Twitter. You can he ask really him a does. question and he'll answer it. He really does. Sometimes he shouldn't, but, you know, he always <laughs> does. It would be interesting with time zones. Uh, mm. Either either Oxy and I would have to get up really early, yeah. or he would have to stay up pretty late. And I think, I, dude, if, if Mod Ash wanted to be on the show, and he's like, yeah, I'm available at 6 p.m. on Friday night, I'd be like, okay, I'm getting up. <laughs> it's going to be, what is that, 6 p.m.? Actually, no, that would be like noon for me. So okay. it really wouldn't actually be that bad. I probably would have to call out of work, but <laughs> they'd understand. It. <laughs> yeah, they'd understand. <laughs> they would understand. They would understand. So, Dills, you are not the normal host. We've already kind of set that up. But uh, what do you what do you do? What do yeah. I what I do like for RuneScape yeah. or let's let's plug the Wilderness Podcast. Oh. And go. <laughs> this we're like five minutes in too. Yeah, bro. <laughs> well, if you ever needed another podcast to listen to, let's say you just had. You're craving a second show. I do another RuneScape podcast, so it's it's out there called the Wilderness Podcast. How many episodes are you guys on now? Uh we just recorded 216. So we've we got we got a 16. <laughs> yeah, we started in 2016, and okay, yeah, it's been wow. it's been going. It's it's been fun. It's been a it's been a journey. 
it's a it's a good time i have and this is nothing against heartless <laughs> i've actually enjoyed having your brother on mm. like i've enjoyed listening to your brother being on the show i feel like it brings like an air of nostalgia because mm. i i know that you know you and your brother started the podcast but for whatever reason life things like that he had to you know yeah. bow out and it's been it's been really fun to hear your guys's dynamic i i admittedly i didn't listen back then <laughs> so uh, I could probably go back and listen to older episodes, but yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's been really good. I always say as like you... a disclaimer: the older ones are like rough. So sometimes I go back to listen because I was <laughs> I was like level ninety when we first started, and we were talking about like the inferno. I I could barely get my fire cape, and I'm trying to you know talk in detail about what the inferno is all about. Anyways, yeah. there's a few times I'm like going back to listen. Oh, I wonder what. You know, whatever. And I, anyways, I uh, really tempted to delete episodes because they're just awful. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it, it really wouldn't make sense at that point that you guys are on two sixteen if there's only like fifty episodes that people can find. <laughs> but I'm always interested with like how people choose to number the show, mm. like seasons. I, I never got it when it came to podcasts. Like you're on season two, episode five. Like how does that? I'll ask you this because mm. you're what your your real job is in podcasting or it was yeah is that correct yeah it all started from this little runescape podcast but then eventually <laughs> i liked podcasting so much i was like i'm gonna try to find a career in this and i mean things oh, that's kinda, awesome actually it was able to work out so it's it's fun but do you have any insight as to far as like why people do seasons for podcasts i think it's just like an excuse to like take a break oh i don't okay. really know why they say like we're taking I don't know. Yeah, we're we're gonna take a break. We'll be back for season two, but it's not like season two starts off at episode one again. It starts off at episode wherever they left off, so it gets confusing. Um, I think it's just an excuse to be like, well, we do it in seasons, so we're gonna take a break because we need to do a bunch of production work. You know, it's probably a whole lot of production work <laughs> <Maybe>. going on. <laughs> I think that sometimes people like certain podcasts will like pre-record every single episode and then they just release them over the weeks kind of like how they you know do movies and tv shows and stuff yeah. like that mm -hmm. so maybe that's why they do seasons yeah kinda, i mean you know, they need like the production and the post-production and everything like that yeah i mean i think it's just a way to like take a break and you're not having to do it all the time because i don't know if you feel this way i don't know how meta we want to get talking about podcasting but like oh yeah let's do it like i don't know do you ever find it hard doing weekly shows all the time like it's do you ever feel yes. like <laughs> yes yeah, because you, you're like almost committed to this weekly schedule, which is fun. But every now and then, it's like things get busy, and you might feel guilty for taking a break, or yeah, uh, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun thing. So if you're part of the Patreon, we have a recording booth, and um, everybody, you know, everybody in the Wise Old Man tier and the KBD tier can just join in and listen. So we actually have Oxy in the recording booth right now. He's, <laughs> I said he was gallivanting around Europe. He's probably at like you know 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night just chilling in his hotel yeah he's at a public library somewhere playing runescape i bet <laughs> but oxy said yes to that answer um uh <laughs> it, it is tough doing a weekly podcast mm -hmm. you know i think that here on this show at least we've kind of gotten into a rhythm where about every eight to ten weeks we'll take a break for a week yeah and we use that time to a just decompress and not have to do uh, a recording schedule and editing and and all the social media and all that kind of stuff but we'll also take some time and plan out for like the next 
eight to ten weeks of content. Oh, wow, cool. Um, because at least on this show, we don't really follow the updates like you guys do. Mm. You know, like there will be certain times where we do talk about the updates. Like I'm sure when Raids comes out in August, we'll have a couple episodes dedicated to like specifically Raids three. But we really try and uh, at least the next few weeks, we try and kind of tailor the episodes to a certain topic. So uh, we've got the next couple weeks planned out once Oxy gets back. And we'll probably take another break sometime in like probably in September because we took a break three or four weeks ago. Okay. But yeah, it is tough. It's definitely tough. And I can see, I guess I can see that why people would have seasons. Um, If not to just not have like 200, 300 episodes. That's kind of why I asked is because if you guys didn't go, you know, episode one to episode 200, you would essentially be like season one, episode you know, 100 and then season two would start and you'd be season two, episode one. Yeah. And then instead of 200 episodes, you guys would be on one. It's kind of a, tr- a train of thought that kind of derailed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say like people in podcasting, they have no idea what they're doing. Everyone's just doing something different. And if it works, it works. If it, if works, it, doesn't, it works. Usually you don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so what are you, uh, what are you up to in the game these days? It's kind of like that section of the podcast where we talk about what we're doing. Actually, I'll just say this. We're both, me and me and Dills right now are both doing monkey agility laps. So that's fun. Yeah. Together in the game, we're together in this, in this recording. (laughs) I really dislike agility and I use like the podcast as an excuse to train agility. Hey, so you don't do any agility outside of recording? Not really, not anymore, because it's just, uh, I, I just, it's really boring. I might do a little bit of a hollowed supplicator, um, mm. but I'm like one, one or two levels away from getting that final floor. So there's like Ooh. a bunch of different, yeah, there's a bunch of different floors, and each one um, gets harder and harder. I, I don't know if we, do we, do, should we go into what hollowed supplicator is? Um, we can, yeah. It, I don't know if you saw the recording booth, uh, but uh, Oxy, Oxy sent you a message. He says, ask Michael about his sup- sepulchre. Ah, I can't even say it. Ask you about the runs. So I got to, how, how yeah, is yeah. the uh, hollowed supplicator going for you? So I'm 90 agility right now. Nice. I was doing it at 89. And floor three is quite the bitch. Uh, that, you know, as they say, it's the four, floor three brick wall. Mm. The brick wall and fourth floor three. Anyway, I'm still learning pathing. I'm still learning the mechanics i haven't quite hit the time to to like finish floor four i can't get to floor five yet but i haven't made floor four in time man that's a tongue twister (laughs) (laughs) you did did very well i Uh, have not hit the time on floor four so floor three is fine floor two is good but yeah it's it's difficult man It's, it's fun content though it is it's like you know they made a really boring skill and they're like how can we make it hard and rewarding and mm-hmm. also fun once you once you learn it it kind of sucks mm-hmm. to learn i think it really does one problem i've had with this game is anytime whatever content you're doing if it relies on pathing it's like mm-hmm. really kind of janky and i think it's just because the way the game engine is where your character's not actually like what you see oh. is not where your character is right true tile yeah if you have yes. the true tile plug in it tells you well this is actually where it is that's why like sometimes yep. if there's like something that's gonna hit you but you dodged it and you're like i have no idea how i dodged it, it looked like it should have hit me um <laughs> exactly it's, it's because yeah it's because you're not actually where you are which 
takes time to get used to. And then it really does. When you're doing Hollowed Sepulcher and you're dodging all these darts and these swords and these like fire, like you're doing all the you're dodging all this stuff, it can be frustrating because it doesn't feel intuitive because you're like, well, my guy looked like he missed all this stuff and he's getting hit mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah, um, I turned on True Tile for a lot of the runs that I was doing, and it was interesting because I would see my little square like diagonal to me. And I definitely, my character definitely got hit by a crossbow bolt. <laughs> yeah. But since my little square was in the safe zone, I was able to, you know, cross that that obstacle. And I'm like, man, true tile is an interesting mechanic. Yeah. Like, you're not really where you are. It's kind of the way to think about it. It is weird. And I know, I remember way back, one of the rune fests from like maybe 2017 or something, RuneScape 3 pitch, they came onto the floor. So at RuneFest, they always mm-hmm. like, here's the big updates for the next year. Mm-hmm. And the RuneScape 3 devs came out and they said, they're, re- they're overhauling the entire game engine so that it's smoother. And there, you won't need to have like a true tile plugin because your character will be exactly where he's supposed to be. Interesting. Uh, which, now, that was like five years ago and they haven't done it yet. I think they're still working oh. on it, but... <laughs> It's an it's an interesting move. Oh man, they haven't done it yet. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> it's winter 2017 all over again. <laughs> yeah, they're very oh, ambitious at, on RuneScape three. On RuneScape three and on old school. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing you're doing agility laps, but you don't like agility. So what what do you like? What do you what's your main goals right now? That's a good question. I'm like kind of all over the place. My count's like it's at that point where. It's close to max, but also mm-hmm. very, very far from maxing. You know, mm. like you, when you have like 50 levels left to, to maxing, but each level takes hours and hours and hours to grind. Yeah. It takes a long time. Plus, some of them are really boring. So, yeah. What, what have you saved for last? Oh, see, that's 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 I could look the you up question. Right now and see. So <laughs> anything that's not fun, I've decided I'm not doing it. I'm just not <laughs> doing it like mining. I'm at 97. I'm getting kind of close to 99. Like I could push through to do 99, but oh yeah, dude, you're like 1.4 million XP. That's not that's not bad. Yeah, do you do amethyst? I was, and it's kind of AFK, and the money's okay, but I just don't I just don't enjoy it at all. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I decided is I'll do some collection log hunting. So like Zolcano, oh. Guardians of the Rift. And Volcanic Mine are the three activities that would give me mining experience, even though Volcano yes. and Guardians of the Rift, it's like, <laughs> it's very, very Do-do. low. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, not much at all. But eventually I'll get there. Um, I remember, was it Link's Titan? Maybe Link's Titan, the number one person? I think like- it was Link's Titan. Yeah. So, yeah, Link's Titan is number one because he got, he was the first player to achieve 200 mil in every skill, which is crazy. It is crazy because I've got a total of 300 mil from all my skills. I can't imagine like <laughs> doing 200 mil. That's anyways. That's a whole other 4.6 billion XP. If anyone's counting, yeah, that's a, that's a lot. But I think it was him where he said he's saving. He had some skills that he was like, "I'm saving this for last because they're the worst to train." And if Jagex is going to bring out any new skilling content, there's a good chance oh. it'll be mining, or there's a good chance it'll be like agility. So it's like, I. I'm not going to push for 99 agility. I'm not going to push for 99 mining. I'm not going to push for 99 thieving. That's another one I really hate. 
<laughs> because at some point, Jagex will make it fun. Like they have to. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think they will. And if I'll get it 99 when that happens. So it's, I'm not in a huge rush, but yeah. I just looked you up. You're 2215 total. I've already got 99 runecrafting, which is, I think, honestly, like 99 runecrafting, 99 mining. If you got agility pretty up there, like you're, you're well on your way to maxing. Um, yeah. It's, uh, have you looked up, have you looked up your wiseoldman.net, like how many hours to max you have for your account? No, I haven't. Um, oh. if you want to be encouraged or discouraged, definitely go and look <laughs> at the wiseoldman.net. I think I have 164 efficient hours until I max. So it's essentially all, it's all going to be Slayer and uh, Agility. I'm 96 Slayer and I'm 90 Agility. And so those are essentially my slowest skills left because other than that, I, I literally have Hunter and Thieving and I'm done. Interesting. We're are good. You, <laughs> yeah. You're not really a fan of Slayer? I, that's been the running thing on this, on this podcast <laughs> is like Michael's dislike or uh, Michael's, uh, what is it? A, a, aversion to PVM. It's kind of, I don't know. PVM to me is boring. It's oh, not why I play this game. Yeah. That, that's a if hot I take. I, I, can, I can get in with that. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have been a skiller account from the get go, I would have done that. Fair enough. I do. I do like PVM, but I don't, I don't go out of my way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, bossing raids, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm happy just cooking fish to 200 mil cooking. <laughs> Which I will do, uh, but Which sounds insane, by yeah. the way. But I understand. <laughs> I'll get there. Like ninety six Slayer, I've got like six hundred K till ninety seven. It's another what is that? Three million XP till ninety nine. Which honestly, I'm not one hundred and sixty four hours. That's efficient hours, and I'm definitely yeah. not doing anything efficiently because I'm doing Apatol agility right now. <laughs> if that tells you anything, <laughs> collect got a collection so, log hunt right. Gotta get oh yeah, backpacks. for sure. It'll probably be another like three or four hundred hours until I max of just straight playing. I would I would expect. Now is that when you hear three hundred hours to max, are you like, wow, that's not much at all, or are you like, that is a lot of hours? It's not that many. Um, it's not that many. Like, I think at this point in my RuneScape career that I could probably max by the end of the year. I think it's always been a like a I've said it a lot on the show, like, oh, I'm not going to max this year. But I found myself having a lot more free time now that my son has gotten older. You know, he's going to bed at a consistent time every night. There's just a lot more, like, life balance, I think, that I've found. Yeah. And so I think that I could definitely max by the end of the year. If I can knock out agility in a reasonable time, I could, like, once I get 99 agility... I could reasonably max in probably like a month, I think. Hmm. Once I get 99 agility, it's, it's, it's literally downhill the whole time. It's coasting. Because um, th- at that point, it's just AFK Slayer, and I've got Hunter and Thieving. So, yeah, I think I'll do it. 300 to 400 hours doesn't feel that bad. I did, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I did runecrafting from 89 to 99 without stopping. Nice. And then I back-to-back... Right when I finished runecrafting, I did 89 to 99 mining without stopping. Woo. That took me, <laughs> it took me from <laughs> September to December of last year to do that. Oh, that's so 
I got not... 99 mining on New Year's Day. Wow, was... that's not long at all. Yeah, it felt like a long time, but a lot of that time I was, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was on paternity leave. And oh, so nice. I wasn't working. Yeah. Oxy in the recording booth chat, when he says, when he says locked, he means locked. <laughs> so I, I told everybody, like, guys, I'm, I'm Arceus mine locked. I'm, I'm room crafting locked until I get it done. Oh and I just wouldn't do any other content. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did two chambers of Xerix because that was like, it was on the continent of Zaya. So I was like, I can do that. It's no big deal. <laughs> Fair enough. <sighs> so you got some fast skills left, which is great. I always applaud people who save the fast ones. Um, yeah, I'm just like I got. I construction, think. I don't know if you feel crafting, this way, but it's once I hit 99, it's like if I continue, like I'm doing Guardians of the Rift, and I have 99 rune crafting right now. Oh. Part of me wishes I like didn't have 99 rune crafting because it would have been fun to look forward to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm not in a huge rush to max out the account. It it'll happen if it happens when it happens. I'm yeah. Assume I'm gonna be I mean, a RuneScape you're... lifer, so. You know, I feel hopefully. like you're more than halfway there at this point. I would you're hope like so. <laughs> you're very, very close. Like you've got nearly all of the the hard ones done. Nearly, you've got like agility left, pretty much. So you're not really pushing for max. Is that is that what I hear? Yeah, I, I, one of the nice things it's kind of liberating once you get to like a higher level when you're. And I'm sure maxing feels this way. Like I think a lot of people get to max and then they get the whole. All right, now what? Like <laughs> what would yeah. I do now? Yeah, but it's probably liberating knowing that you can like do whatever you want you don't feel like oh i need to do some sort of content that's related to mining because it's my last 99 mm. to get so yeah. i've, I've kind of like tried to take that mindset and whatever i feel like doing i'll i'll do it uh so it could be like killing a bunch of zalra just because maybe i want to go towards pet i'm yeah. or fishing inferno eels for like three weeks because maybe i'll get the pet if i do that oh i didn't but anyways it's oh, no. it's <laughs> It's le- it's very stress free when you're like, <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'm not gonna try to max. I'll max eventually, mm-hmm. but we'll just let it happen on its own. So I guess that 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 begs a question. I like to ask this to everyone who is like semi close or at least 2,200 total. So say you say you maxed tomorrow. Um, what what are your goals after you've maxed? Like, do you have goals set up in place? Good question. I like collection log hunting, so I have like. Uh, certain pets that I'm kind of working towards. I want to get all the Wildy pets at mm. one point. So I have Venonatus and Scorpia already. Um, so it'd be cool to kind of get Callisto and Vedion, I guess. I don't really like Vedion <laughs> as a pet. <laughs> Screw Vedion, dude. People really like Vedion, <laughs> but I think it's a kind of a silly looking pet. Yeah. But that's whatever. Yeah, so collection log hunting is good. I really like playing... I have like a bad habit of like making too many accounts. So I have like like 12 accounts i got like so many accounts i just keep making them because i get this cool idea and then i get bored but yeah. and then every now and then i check like i see that i'm getting charged like four or five times a month from jagex for like membership and i'm like oh no oh no what's going on here and then i have to go oh, through no. and which one did i forget to unsub but <laughs> oh, i like making no. accounts like peers for and like for pvping or like made like a uim skiller which was a lot of fun cool interesting so sometimes i like to just if i need a break from the main i'll make a new account and then and then you get so many new goals you get to like you know my uam it's like oh i need to get the seed box that's like a very direct goal you can grind towards or like I'm, yeah. on my pure i need to get like mithril gloves so it's like finding out how can i get those mithril gloves without getting my defense up those yeah. things are kind of fun too i've got i've got two main accounts so i've got my not two main accounts but i have two 
primary accounts. <laughs> I've got my oh. main account and then my group Iron Man. Oh, nice. I've been having a lot of fun on the group Iron Man lately. Oh, cool. You ever see the, you know, the meme of the guy who's got like, he's got the wall of stuff and he's just like looking at it and he's like this. He's like, and it's, you know, the, the, the threads are connecting to different places. Yeah. And, the always okay. sunny. Yeah, yeah. 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 That guy. That's how I feel right now with my, with my goals on my group <laughs> Iron Man. I'm just like the overarching goal right now is to get Barrow's gloves. Mm. But in order to get Barrow's gloves, I need to do a series of quests for, you know, recipe for disaster. But in order to get those quests done, I need to train the skills. Mm. And in order to train the skills, I need to do other. So it's just like a cascading list of goals that all ends up with one pair of gloves. It, it, it kind of feels like it's not worth it. But then again, it, it does feel like it's worth it, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's like the beauty of RuneScape where you're like, are Barrow's gloves worth it? Like, you decide. It's up to you to decide if it's worth it or not. And, I mean, I mean, Barrow's gloves are pretty good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's up to you to decide, like, is that a worthy goal to go towards? And then, yeah, having to get this, like, one small favor route of figuring oh out how to get to those gosh. Barrow's gloves. It's kind of fun. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Like, I've worked it out. So... I'm doing, I, I just did Edgar's Ruse last night, which gives you 11k Herblor XP. Nice. Uh, I'm doing My Arms Big Adventure next. But in order to do My Arms Big Adventure, you have to have Taibawanai cleanup done. Right. So now I'm getting 100% favor because I want to get the diary done and hope for a gout tuber before I move on to My Arms Big Adventure. And the reason I'm doing My Arms Big Adventure is because it gives you 10k Herb XP. So I worked it out. If I have 21k herb XP, it's going to get me 41 herb lore and I can boost for Legends Quest. There it is. So like that's just a small snippet of like what's going on in, in, in my head and like what I'm doing in the game. Mm-hmm. But it's actually insane. It's actually insane. It's like I haven't done these quests in years, so I don't, I don't really remember all that goes into it. But it's been fun reliving kind of those, those crazy goals moments. Because like right now on my main account... It's literally just, ooh, train agility, yeah. log in, train agility. I know what I have to do. <laughs> I don't have these crazy cascading lists of goals. So it's fun. It's yeah, fun. that's the hard part. A lot of it, like, at least for me, maybe you're the same way, but a lot of things get locked behind money. So it's not like, you know, I remember being a kid and killing hill giants to get 70 attack because, oh, you unlock the, the mighty abyssal whip. <laughs> and that was yeah. really exciting to finally be able to use one because it looks awesome and and after when you did use it you're like this feels awesome to use yeah but then now you know a scythe requires 80 attack but it costs like what is it 600 mil? i don't know what it's at right now but like it's like 500 600 it's mil a lot. it's a lot yeah it's uh so you're gonna get 80 attack you're probably gonna get 80 attack before you get the money for that so a lot of things just get locked behind this like wall of money so like mm. you're like oh i have the stats for the tebow i just need the money for it now so it's like, yeah. so I guess the, uh, the, the grinds for the main account become like, I'll do this, but then I make a little bit of money on the side, which is to fund this next right. I want to buy. Right, but, right, right. But just like circling back to your iron, you, yeah, you have to do all these other things to get to it and be a lot of fun. A quick aside, don't mean to go on yeah, a tangent, yeah. but. Oh, we love tangents. Amazing. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> When Swampletics first started, which is like this YouTube channel, I'm sure most, most people know about the mm-hmm. Swampletics YouTube series, but essentially it was like the Snowflake account, which is when you make this account that's like has all these unique restrictions that you place it on, you place it yourself. So it could be like, I'm locked to Mauritania, or I'm locked to Zaya, or 
I am, you know, there's there's somebody who doesn't use currencies. This is called no currencies oh account. Gosh. So no Tokel, no GP, nothing what? that acts as like a currency. They don't use any of that stuff. But that's so, insane. I think like Swampletics like started this whole this whole uh what's the word like phase of a movement? lot of people yeah movement of wanting to try these snowflake accounts and uh-huh. area restricted so there's a bunch of these communities that popped up and eventually i was like kind of bored one day and a lot of the motive well it made me tell me tell me if you're the same way but a lot of motivators for me in this game is to like show off so like <laughs> I want to show off my cool gear. I, I want to get yeah. max. I don't really care about getting 99 skills, but I kind of want to show off my max cape or something. Yeah, I think I think yes. a lot of things are like that. Um, which is why you have like a lot of third age items that are so expensive, just to be like, mm-hmm. look how much money I have. The prestige of it all. Yeah, and well, eventually I was bored of my main, but I wanted to keep playing RuneScape. I didn't really have any accounts I wanted to play, so I made this UIM skiller account. But the the snowflake part of it was like I'm only gonna train defense, no other oh. combats, no HP, nothing. I'm just gonna train defense. Wait, wait, wait. No HP. Yeah. So ten keep, HP. Keep it at oh, ten HP man. and only train defense. Interesting. And because I, I thought it'd be so cool to be like level thirty and you're wearing like full barrows, which I don't know. Oh how, yeah. How would you get that? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> that, I thought that would have been cool true. just to like walk around and people be like, very Whoa. true. <laughs> How'd this guy get a DFS? It would never happen, <laughs> but this is what I think about at night. Um, <laughs> so I made the account, and I was like, I understand why people play Snowflake accounts, because this Snowflake account is like, it's kind of like what you're doing, where you're, you're zigzagging all over the place to get to your goal, but then when you mm-hmm. put all these restrictions on it, you're like, you zig and you zag, and then you hit a wall because you're like, shit, I can't do that. <laughs> because this is in the way well how can i get around it yeah so it was like a lot of fun of like you know i had to figure out how do i kill things on this snowflake account well i could use recoils what drops recoils nothing in the game drops recoils so what if i train my mage to level six and then i can boost to like level eight i think this is these are the levels but yeah okay boost to level eight and then i could enchant sapphire rings to turn them into recoils but then if I keep doing that too much, my magic level is going to get too high and then it's going to be not going to be that cool of a oh, snowflake account. Right. Yeah. But hey, I figured out if I go to the, the Fountain of Rune, you can cast any spells there without getting any experience and there's no runes tied to it. Oh my gosh. And then it's like, well, how do I get sapphire rings? Well, one of the ways is through bird's nests. So if I get my, you know, I mean, you start getting all this like, okay, well, now, now I Dude. need to get do some birdhouse runs, which means I need oh, to do man. Bon Voyage, which means I need to do get like 30 herb lore. And then you're like, yeah, you're kind of bouncing around. My, my point is the snowflake accounts is like, it's very similar, but it's a lot of fun because it becomes like a puzzle game. Yeah, you're having to figure out does. how do I get to, how do I get to this goal? And sometimes you can't, but truly. Truly, like the fact that you're in Iron Man, I think is really the the key to why it's it's definitely a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like if you just had if you just had a level three skiller that only trained defense, the Grand Exchange is there for you to buy Rings of Recoil. Yeah, easy. exactly. And there's not much of a puzzle there that like unless you want to be self sufficient, the only real puzzle is how are you going to make the money to get it. But that's easy, you know. You could literally sit there and flip from one GP on the Grand Exchange. It would take you a while. But zero combat needed to to amass a fortune, essentially. Mm-hmm. So 
being an Iron Man really is like why that is so intense, I think. Yeah. And, you know, you're really like taking your goals, you're, you're taking your end goal, and then you're just deconstructing it to figure out what your starting point is. Yeah, you kind of have like to that's... work backwards. And yeah. Sometimes you hit backwards. these walls, but, you know, once I played it, and I, I kind of understood why. There's a lot of people who play these weird restriction accounts, and they don't stream, mm-hmm. they don't make YouTube videos, they just do it for fun. <laughs> yeah. But I understand why they do it, because it's like, it becomes like a puzzle game. And that's mm-hmm. what's so great about RuneScape. Like, you can play it like 12 different times, and each time you play it, it's going to be a little bit different if you oh, yeah. tailor it that way. That's the blessing and a curse of RuneScape. I think I kind of realized that when I did the episode with my wife last week is like, she made a great point. It's just very difficult from an outside perspective. RuneScape is very difficult to figure out what to do from the start. Yeah. uh, As a game, you know, most games have in the first hour or whatever, they have a tutorial that you play through and they set goals up for you. And that kind of sets you on the path of, of playing the game. RuneScape, you're just dropped into Lumbridge with, an inventory full of things and you said hey this is your adventure now Mm -hmm. this is your sandbox they've done a lot of good things i think with like adventure paths yeah i don't know if you've ever started a brand new account and turned on the adventure path but it's actually quite interesting um but not a lot of people know like you just don't it's not intuitive And, and and i think that's the problem it's it's not intuitive for new players to be like this is the adventure path. This is what you should be doing in the game. Here's, here's a list of 10 goals and how to complete them. You know, you, you rely really a lot on your friends or you rely on the wiki. You rely on outside sources and it can just be daunting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's almost like the shift in like almost like how games or like gaming culture or how people are introduced to games. Like you're so used to being like told, you know, do these or you're like given very specific paths. Whereas like, runescape yeah you're dropped in lumbridge and lumbridge isn't even a starting area it's just an like that's the weird part about runescape there's not really <laughs> starting areas because you start in lumbridge but i don't know we, i go there all the time and i'm sure you go to lumbridge all the time right like yeah yeah but, yeah which is different from a game like world of warcraft i don't know how it is now but when i played it you start in the zone and eventually you out level the zone and you're never going back you're you're gone oh, interesting you move on to the next zone and then that area is huh. like from level 13 to 24 and then yeah you get to 25 and you're like well i'm off to the next zone now and you you kind of graduate and you never go back right which is where runescape you're just like in this world and yeah what am i gonna do i'm gonna chop this tree and <laughs> okay this tree in this starting zone t- requires 60 60 attack or 60 wood cutting to to cut down and yeah and then you get killed from, talking- a, from a mugger because <laughs> where the hell did this guy come from uh anyways <laughs> You try to attack a goblin and it's too strong for you, so you're just dead. Yeah. And you don't know. Well, you like, just you don't know. Casually walk to the big city, and then next thing you know, there's dark wizards attacking you, <laughs> and you're true. like, "Who the hell put these there? It's on the main road here? to the biggest city in this game. Why is their attack range so high? <laughs> yeah, and they can hit eights, which is like a oh lot. My gosh, dude, two hit you, bam. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting thing. It's like if I was playing this game now. Having zero knowledge, it's like 2022. I just started RuneScape. I don't know that I would continue to play past like an hour. Oh, if I'm being completely honest, it's there's a lot of factors that go into that decision. And the main one being like, I'd have to be completely alone 
found the game on my own, no knowledge previously, and like I don't have friends that play. I'm not watching anybody stream it. Can't ask anybody questions. So there's a lot of different things that go into what can you know what makes you continue to play. Mm-hmm. But I, it, I don't know. It's a delicate balance. It really is. Yeah, it is. And I think like Tutorial Island Island is iconic, but I could also see it. I'm trying to think, like, if I were to play RuneScape for the first time, let's say I'm on mobile and I find the game and I'm playing it, mm-hmm. would I stick to it? And that's that's hard because it's very slow-paced. Like, it takes forever to, like, do one damage to a cow when you're level three. Mm-hmm. You sit there smacking that cow for, like, five minutes and you'll maybe do, like, you'll, I mean, you'll probably kill it by then. But yeah, still, yeah. <laughs> it takes forever to do your hit. So, like, it's not, you're standing there and you're like, wow, this is a very slow-paced game. Yeah, uh, I mean... I've I've interacted with a lot of free to play people in the last couple of weeks and the the main thing that I think is the most detrimental to new players in the game is like all of the restrictions that they have to have because of bots. Like mm. if you make a brand new account and you're not a member, you have to wait like 10 hours of gameplay before you can trade with anybody or use the grand mm. exchange effectively. So that's <laughs> 10 hours in a game. There's t- there's some games that you can finish in ten hours. Yeah, so good ones. Yeah, it's like, why would I want to spend ten hours killing cows, logged in, just so I can trade people? That's like an integral part of this game. If you're not an Iron Man, mm-hmm. it's, it's it relies heavily on like being a member to unlock the certain things that that make the game playable. So, and I don't know that I would necessarily like want to invest twelve dollars into a game you know, within the first hour to figure out if I want to play. Yeah, I mean, you probably shouldn't, especially when it's a subscription, (laughs) because you do quit, you're going to forget, and then you're going to look at your bank, and you're going to see, why is Jagex charging me five times each month, and you realize you have five accounts subbed? But my point is, like, we lose track of (laughs) subscriptions all the time. Yeah. So. I do want to preface all this saying, like, this is not me or Dill's, like, downing RuneScape. Like, we're definitely just, you know putting our thoughts into words here with like how the game early game at least is um set up well all that being said if you're brand new to runescape and you just found this podcast for some reason join the discord find friends join a discord you don't have to join mine or the wilderness like whatever join a discord of people find a clan make friends in the game talk to people runescape thrives off community and whether or not you want to be part of our community find one because that's the that's the biggest thing is people <laughs> people make this game great even if you're an iron man you know still having people around you that are playing is what makes this game great yeah it's a, it's a funny game like that where it's all about like a lot of things you do on your own there's not there's a group a lot of group content but there's a lot more solo content but yeah this game is so much more fun when you just have people gzing you in the chat because you got some new collection log item or whatever it is and i I always like i'm in a bunch of like facebook groups and like different little communities for runescape because i just love talking about mm-hmm. runescape so much but yeah it, it have you ever played dungeons and dragons yeah yeah cool um how long have you been playing it <laughs> so back in like 2016 2017 i got introduced to it by my brother cool and then in 2018 i moved to austin and uh, a couple of my coworkers and I, we all started like a semi-regular campaign. But I would say for the most part, my experience with my experience with D and D is like through podcasts. Cool. There's a bunch of podcasts that I listen to, 
that have gone through like 100 or 200 episode campaigns. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't have a ton of experience playing, but I have secondhand experience yeah. from listening to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. The hardest part is like finding a group and then committing oh, yeah. to it. So many groups fall apart. Mm-hmm. But so just like playing D&D or listening to D&D shows or and then it's very similar to like finding a clan or a group of people to play with on RuneScape, like you got to find like the right group you, you vibe with. Mm-hmm. I used to play D and D. I had a bunch of friends when I was in school that we would all play D and D together, and we were friends. But when we played D and D, I just like didn't have, I didn't enjoy it at all. And I was like, really? oh, maybe I just don't like D and D. But then I had someone else ask me, hey, do you want to play D and D with a different group? And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll play it. I played with them, and I had a lot of fun. And hmm. it's like nothing wrong with what the first group was doing. I just wasn't vibing with, and I was friends with all of them, so hanging out with them and getting a beer or whatever it was was a great time. But I just didn't vibe with playing D&D with them. Mm. And there's like nothing wrong with that. You just got to find your, your, your group that you vibe with. So you can find a group, a clan, that you're not really feeling it. It's like nothing yeah. wrong with you should probably leave and find another one because eventually you'll find yeah. one. You're like, okay, this everything's, everything's good. <laughs> this is for sure. This is where I fit for in. For sure. I mean, there's, there's people who leave and join our Discord all the time. Mm. No hard feelings to anybody. Listen, if you join TNL, you're there for a week and it's not your cup of tea. No hard feelings. Find your people that you vibe with. Um, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like if people join your clan and they're not vibing, they're not having fun, by all means, please go find somewhere that you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be TNL. And I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like we have the same vibe. Like if somebody's not if somebody's not vibing in the wilderness clan you probably wouldn't want them to hang out just for the sake of being there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like never personal. I, I would say like a good clan wouldn't take it personal if you just dipped because you just got to find... I played a bunch of different other games and so many times I'd join a clan and I'm just not vibing. And then I feel, and then, right. But you're like, I'm going to stay for a little bit because I feel guilty joining and then on day three mm. leaving, so I'll stay for a bit and then day yeah. three happens and you're just like, I don't... Still not feeling it. Just not feeling it, so... <laughs> yeah yeah again nothing personal seriously (laughs) nothing personal there's so many different groups out there if you want to find a clan i haven't plugged this in a while but if you go to the official runescape old school runescape discord there is a section called uh sellout i think Mm. people will actually post like clan notif or or clan advertisements is that what you call them uh and there's different themes so you'll have like a Skiller clan. You'll have like an Iron Man clan. They'll post what they do, what they offer. So if you're looking for a place to hang out, go to the Old School RuneScape Discord. I think literally the, 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 the link is discord.gg slash OSRS, I want to say. I can't be sure. I, I've said this before and I was wrong. So I don't know. Just Google it. Oh, old School <laughs> RuneScape Discord. And... uh yeah, again, just no hard feelings if you're not feeling it, you know? We, we, won't, we won't ever be upset. And we would love to have you. Again, mm-hmm. love to have you in TNL. Love to have you in the Wilderness Podcast. Clan, you know, it's not for you. It's not for you. Yeah, exactly. I, um, I, I used to play Destiny 1. You ever play that game? I did for a long, yeah. a long time. <laughs> Huge fan. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, maybe, I'm curious to know if you went through the same thought process. Because I, I played, I was playing, um, I was just talking to someone. We were talking about Destiny 1, and then we realized we were both, like, the same person when we played oh, Destiny 1. Yeah. So, when I played Destiny 1, I was, um, 
you know, quite a bit younger. The game's a bit older, but I was like my early 20s-ish. But there was, this one, there was this one clan that I always wanted to join. And I was like, I'm going to join that one day. Mm -hmm. But there was one requirement that you had to have in order to join it. It's a very kind of a big barrier of entry to join this clan. And, but I was like, one day I'm going to get there. And then I eventually got there, and I can't find the clan because it's gone. And it makes me sad. Oh, no. <laughs> but I was always like, it'd be cool if this clan existed in RuneScape. I'm not going to make it. But it'd, okay. it'd be cool if it did. But the clan in Destiny was called the Dads of Destiny. Oh. <laughs> and it was a clan all about people who played this video game, but you were a parent. You had a kid. Mm -hmm. So, like, the whole idea is, like, not restrict, not strict like raid times. Everyone's super oh flexible, gosh. and it was a place That's for like awesome. a more mature crowd to play. Um, and I, I know you, you have a kid as well. Um, I do. Which yeah. I don't know if we want to get into it, but we, oh yeah, for sure. We spoke a bit before, and you really helped me figure figure out things with my kid. So yeah, because uh, we're kind of in the same boat. I think you said your kid's eight months old. Kids My eight kid months. just turned a year old, mm -hmm. and so that that would be a really fun clan to actually be a part of in it, in I'm sure it exists. I'm sure I'm something sure exists. exists already. There's a lot of dads yeah. that play, but the the dads of Destiny was a cool clan. They were <laughs> popular, and then I had a kid play Destiny two. That clan I can't find that clan anywhere, so it doesn't <sighs> exist. So it's kind of sad. But, it doesn't exist. Uh, but yeah, no, like that's a whole that's a whole episode, and it's on its own. Is like. <laughs> How do you navigate, <laughs> like, being a gamer and also being a parent? Yeah. Um, you and I probably have gone through a lot of the same things with, I don't know, if you look at our resumes, mine and yours, as far as RuneScape is concerned, they're virtually identical, right? <laughs> Podcast hosts, nearly maxed, has a kid, playing RuneScape, <laughs> married, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so, you know, probably have a lot of the same experiences, which... If you look at the community as a whole, there's probably a lot of parents out there as well mm -hmm. who are, you know, trying to trying to figure out how how do I be a parent, still have a life of my own, and still, you know, foster, nurture, care for a, 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 another human being, trying to make them into a a worthy person in society. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to get too deep, but I think that. I've definitely had the the struggling, you know. I've definitely had the struggle of of like wanting to play, but then also just having to balance life and games. Kind of talked about it a lot last episode mm. with my wife, and just like figuring out how our relationship kind of works its way into life of a gamer. But I'm curious what your you know what your experience has been like the last eight nine months well yeah so he's eight months things are really good right now um when i when i went in so uh our kid was born two months early he's born prematurely so he had to spend about a month in the hospital everything was fine mm. but we lost you know we a few things we were supposed to get done but we waited to the last minute oh no any any expecting fathers out there I would, if you're planned on reading a book, read it a little bit earlier because if you plan yeah. to read it for the final month, they might come out two yeah. months early. And yeah. then you're like, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those uh, prenatal courses I was going to do, and then it's over. But the early stages of like, of like, an, of, of 
a newborn, it's like very, very tough because they're so like on, on demand. Like they're very mm-hmm. like demanding where it's like, even if they're sleeping, you got to wake them up after four hours to feed them. They'll yep. probably wake you up, but if they don't, <laughs> so like I had a hard time gaming and just like even having my own personal time because mm-hmm. I would be playing. So I should say RuneScape is like the perfect dad game to play, I would say, because you can pick it up and you can drop it. There's a few times I was playing RuneScape and I had, uh, he was like maybe two or three months old. He's in this like swaddle, which is like this carrier that you can like, it like hugs them to your chest so you can walk around hands free. But he'd be sleeping. I could play RuneScape if he woke up. (laughs) It's really easy to drop what you're doing on RuneScape and whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's also content if you want to do something that's more intense, like, oh, he's sleeping for two hours, hopefully. I could probably send a raid <laughs> if I wanted to. So RuneScape was really good for that. I used to play a game, well, I, I do play a game called Escape from Tarkov. Have you ever played that game? I've not, I've not played it. I've definitely heard of it, though. It's like a, it's a first-person shooter. Imagine it's a first-person shooter, but you're always stuck in the wilderness. So oh, if you die, you lose all your gear. Kill anyone, you get all the gear. But the, that game is not dad-friendly because it expects you to play it every single day and Mm. if you can't make it for a couple days a bunch of your gear is just like deleted it's like what so basically if you die your gear gets recovered if nobody loots it so let's say you get pk'd in the wilderness you drop all your gear if that pk'er doesn't loot it because their inventory is full after a day or two it comes back into your it goes back into your bank but you need to actually accept it if you don't oh accept it, you only have 24 hours to accept it. If you don't accept it, it's all gone. So I was trying to play Escape from Tarkov when he was just born, like he was just born, and I couldn't because I could not keep up the everyday playing it or I'd drop it for three, for three days and I would lose a bunch of yeah. stuff. Oh, no. Um, so my point is there's a lot of games that aren't newborn friendly. But yeah, I found that like Destiny wouldn't be that way, you know? Because like, what if you're in the middle of a fire, a fire strike or whatever? Mm. And uh, you know you're halfway through it, but then that baby starts crying. Yeah, um, I found I did find that RuneScape is pretty, pretty, pretty compatible with like the early stages of life. Yeah, if you need to dip out of Guardians of the Rift, it's not a big deal, right? You can, yeah, you can, you can definitely do that. I feel like I may have had, and I'm knocking on wood here because he's still this way, but like I had a my kid is a really good sleeper. Nice, except for like the six to nine month sleep regression stage, which I feel like you may be going through right now, but like clockwork, the kid goes to bed at 7 PM sleeps through the night, wakes up at seven o'clock in the morning, has a nap at 10, has a nap at three rinse and repeat. So it doesn't always sleep like a couple hours, but I know at least at 10 o'clock in, in the day and at three o'clock in the day, I'm going to have like an hour, maybe two hours where stuff can get done mm-hmm. and then right at 7 p.m bedtime 7 p.m until i decide to go to bed is when either my wife and i hang out we watch tv play some video games do chores around the house that kind of stuff and it's been like that pretty much his whole life that's good when he was a baby though the kids slept all the time oh really like all the time yeah like a lot of the time that i had during paternity leave especially the first three months i would say we would be like sitting in the living room. Mobile is great, by the way, for oh, new parents. Amazing. Lifesaver. Because <laughs> I never wanted to really be at my PC playing any sort of RuneScape or video games because 
that would either require me to have the baby here mm -hmm. or that would require my wife to have the baby separately. You know, like if we're both not in the room, then one of us is like full on responsibility. And I don't know if you felt this way, but like when my wife was like breastfeeding and going through the healing process, I wanted to do as much as I could to, uh, to like alleviate time that she had to do more than what she was already doing. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of parents, a lot of fathers sometimes don't get that option, but I had a, a great like parental leave package that might work. Awesome. And so I got four months off. And so I took two months at the beginning and then went back to work for two months. And then I took another two months off. And so that was just a lot of time that I could be there for my wife. But whenever we were hanging out, it was generally in the living room and he was just literally sleeping in his little rocking chair thing. We have like a, a mama roo is what they call oh, it. Oh, I got one of those. Those things are sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so it would just keep him going, keep him rocking all day long. Watched a lot of Survivor. Nice. Got 99 Rune Crafting. So that's awesome. Life was great back then. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. Ours was not that good of a sleeper. Um, yeah, it was, it was a little bit rough, but we actually... You and I had a conversation just on Discord one night. We were just hanging out. Mm -hmm. We are playing RuneScape. And you mentioned that you're like, you're a sleep routine. And you're telling me about it. Mm -hmm. And I went to my wife afterwards. And I was like, you know, I was talking to Michael. Or I probably called you Bloodhound. She's probably, everyone, <laughs> I'm always like, Bloodhound or whatever, Zesma, whatever the RuneScape <laughs> name is. I never call anyone by their yeah. real name. Weird to me. But um, I was like telling, telling her like, I think we should focus because it was really hard to get him on a sleep schedule. We would try to put him down at a certain time and he would just mm -hmm. scream and he would yeah. scream for hours and hours and we'd pick him up and it was, it was really tough. Um, it was really hard to get him to sleep, but we eventually through a lot of trial and error, we were able to like get that sleep schedule going and it was really nice. hard at first. Um, oh, it's difficult. So difficult. It was, it was really hard because we were kind of put, we, we were tailoring his sleep around Kind of like whenever he just finished feeding or whenever mm -hmm. he felt like it. But then when we spoke and you're saying, no, no, we, we put our kid on like a strict sleep schedule. He's napping yeah. at 10 a.m. He's second nap at 3 p.m. Goes to sleep at 7 p.m. And while we tried to do that, we weren't super strict with it because if he wasn't sleeping, we're like, you know what? Fine. We'll let him sleep when he wants to sleep. But we spent yeah. like a week or two getting him on a good sleep schedule and it was like really hard because he was a lot it was a lot of like he's crying let him cry for 30 minutes oh um yeah and it was it's really tough to do that but slowly it started to work and now oh, nice he's on his strict sleep schedule and it is Love like it. the best thing that's <laughs> you people say like oh having a kid's the best thing that ever happens to you i would say getting the kid on a sleep schedule is the best thing that ever happened to me because like yeah we got our evenings back we have, you know, um, so I never took, uh, uh, like paternity leave. I should have, cause we, we, we have that on in Canada, but it's, it's based on like your wage, like 75% of what mm. your income is. The job oh. I was working at the time wasn't great. I wasn't getting paid too well. So 75% wouldn't have cut it for me. Gotcha. My wife went on the pater maternity leave. I did not very tough. So I would definitely recommend any new fathers out there. Definitely try to take like at least two weeks. Cause those first two weeks are going to be tough oh yeah oh yeah um but yeah that's getting them on a sleep schedule is so nice because now i have my evenings if i want to play runescape in the evening you know i can do that and it's like you can 
<laughs> could record a podcast. You could edit a podcast. Exactly. Like, man, the sleep schedule. Uh, it was hard. It was definitely hard for us. I, w- I won't. I won't say it's all like sunshine and roses because um, the when a kid hits like six to eight months, they go through this thing called sleep regression, mm. where for no reason whatsoever, other than maybe they're just like their their brain is just going. Mm. Um, sleep is very hard, and there was a there was probably a two or three week period where my son he didn't take a nap during the day at all so he was up from like seven in the morning till seven in the evening and maybe he would get like 30 minutes during the day yeah and it got to the point where i just had to look at my wife we looked at each other like why are we fighting this like (laughs) this is a normal thing it's not going to happen so those were hard that was that was definitely a hard time and it and it opens up some much needed yeah i think you mentioned it like just much needed free time um I said this last week, but like the mantra for my wife and I for 2022 is like me time, Mm -hmm. you know, having things that you enjoy doing, having things that they enjoy doing, having things you enjoy doing together, having things you enjoy doing as a family, like just a big balancing act and making video games a part of that is something that is a work in progress for me, at least for like the last, the last year with having a kid. It's definitely, it's definitely tough. I'm kind of scared not scared i am interested what it's going to look like with two kids um are you planning for a second um yes and no i mean not right now but it's definitely on the it's definitely like in the cards for us in the future to have at least two Mm -hmm. um oliver's great my son is great he would probably be a great only child but we definitely want to have siblings for him and have more children um, I don't know if we'll go past two. I don't know. It's a work. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with two, and my wife is fine with two. If we had another one, probably would adopt. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I'm interested what it's going to look like if we do have a second kid, or when we have a second kid. You know, like the we're going to have a toddler who doesn't sleep during the day, and then we'll have a little baby who is trying to sleep during the day. So. It's parenting. Parenting, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll 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 figure it out. I think I'd have to imagine the second one is going to be easier, even if they are not as good of a sleeper. This that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. For you know, uh, we also want to have a second kid. One, we we picture three. We'll see, one at a time. But the first one is hard because you like you just don't know. Like he, um, he would like cry all the time, all night, and then. I remember we were just like thinking, you know, so my wife is on maternity leave. I'm working from home, so I still have to work the next day. I can't mm-hmm. really help her out any chance I can. I have to basically juggle helping her and helping raise our kid and then also doing working my full-time job. Having a second one, knowing that like these things will end, like he mm. the it's only like 2 months that they're having to wake you up four or five times throughout the night to feed or yeah. I can't remember how many months it was, but, or you just start knowing that like, okay, but around this time is when they start actually going to sleep on a mm-hmm. schedule, knowing that that all does. Cause the first kid, you were just like, remember just the being like, Oh my God, when is this ever going to end? <laughs> Bro, is this, is this our life now? Sh- I'm so tired. <laughs> track with that. So hard. Like when you're in it, it feels like it's forever. Like two weeks of sleep regression. And figuring out have it having like having a schedule, 
those two weeks feel like years. Sleep like, deprivation back, you know, like, is... That was only two weeks. Yeah, sleep deprivation is like... It's hard. I don't know tying this into RuneScape. This used to be a thing. It's not so much now, but with Twitch, a lot of streamers would do these like, I'm going to stay up as long as I can and stream oh, like 72 <laughs> hours, right? There's a whole guy. His name was Mr. No Sleep. Oh well, my gosh, I love Mr. No Sleep. His whole thing was like, I don't sleep. And it's like, you know, even just like getting a couple hours, the next day I'm like, I'm done. I'm, you know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's hard. Sleep, uh, sleep deprivation is like, it takes a toll on your body, right? You don't think yeah, as smart. You're more irritable. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many times where like me and my wife will be like sleep deprived and we're just like, you know what? We need to just like take a minute because we're both really tired. We're not going to be able to sort this problem out properly. Let's just yep. take five. Yep. Get some fresh air. Yep. Let's talk about this tomorrow or whatever it is. <laughs> let's uh, figure this out another time. I think that's where like tandem naps come in. I, my wife and I did this. My wife's not a huge napper, mm. but during the first couple months, she like took naps on occasion. But there would be times where like, okay, I'm going to sleep for like three hours. And then once I wake up, you can sleep for three hours. And we kind of did that to to regain a little bit of that uh, that mental clarity. Smart. If you don't have a partner, it's I can't imagine like oh, single God. parents or like I, if my you, heart goes out. <laughs> if you have to take unpaid leave, yes. That oh too. my God! Yep. I don't know how. I, yeah. I remember hearing stories where it's like I only get two weeks off. I'm like, what? Yeah. Have two I weeks mean, that's off. that's America for you. Like, we don't have. Not to get too political, but <laughs> I think that's a major issue with this country is that there's not some sort of like mandated, hey, you need at least eight weeks for everyone, mom, dad, whoever, eight weeks. Because that's, if you think about it, I took four months. Four months was a great, I think four months is the perfect amount of time for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, eight weeks is great. 16 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever it was. Um, I think it was 18 that I got. It was amazing. It's lacking in this country. Mm. And I don't know, you said in Canada, everybody can get it, but it's only 75% of your of your total salary. Yeah, so like if I wanted to go on paternity leave, I can get 75. There's a few different ways you could do it. You can take a year off and you'll get mm-hmm. 75% of your, your salary. Oh, wow. Or you can take 18 months off, which is what, a year and a half. But you yeah. only get, I think it's forty five percent of your salary. So the end money is all the same. So it's it's whether it's a year or a year and a half, the yeah. money you're going to be getting is about the same. It's just one stretched out and it's less. But yeah, wow. Even that, like, if you don't have that great of a job, seventy five percent of your income might not be enough to yeah not only pay for all your bills, but now you have this little little guy you got to buy stuff for. So yeah, here's the thought, and this was I, I don't know if I was in that situation. Here's what I would do. So you take. You take the 75, you get a, a whole year off, and then two or three nights a week, maybe, you just start a, a side hustle. You know, you do like DoorDash or Uber or something to make up that other 25%, and then you get a whole freaking year. I can't imagine what I would do. Like, looking back on the last year from last July when my kid was born until now, if I hadn't had to work the whole entire time, that would have been, that would have been incredible. Mm. that's that's actually insane um and i know that there are countries out there that have like 100 percent paid one year and i'm just like man to yeah. live in those countries holy cow yeah i mean <sighs> i i mean i think it's like important like 
we have this thing called it's like bonding leave it's only for oh. it's like only for the dads but it's basically like so if let's say we have the 12 months off me and my wife can decide we both can't take one year off we can take one year mm. together so we can both take six months off she can take six months or i can take six months but it all has to gotcha. equal one year or 18 months whatever we decide but oh, then on top of that so the 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 for, on top of maternity leave there's like the the healing because you get six weeks where it's like not part of your maternity leave it's six weeks of like you got to heal so that's separate and then mm-hmm. the dads get this thing called bonding which is like six weeks to like say hi to your kid out. yeah look yeah, at your kid hey <laughs> it's me it's it's your dad over here remember me <laughs> kiddo uh but but you could take it all the way you have one year to take it but you could wait to the like day 364 to take it and then oh you take it for the i think that's how it works i can't somebody walk me through it but yeah um that's cool so you can kind of you can like play the system in your favor essentially yeah yeah there's yeah you, there's ways that kind of help but then it's it's like a, it's like kind of a deep topic because then it's like sure. you know um my, my wife got a new job she, she she lost her job because of covid so she mm. she was pregnant and had no job oh no so she found a job and then it's like she kind of had to hide that hide she was pregnant but it's like is someone gonna worry. is someone gonna hire you if you're pregnant because they know you're gonna go on leave exactly a good yeah. company yeah, yeah, yeah would probably you, you would like to think they wouldn't but yeah at the same time if you're the ceo of that company and it's a small company you gotta think anyways um yeah for sure my wife did she went through the same thing she got her job she was like six months pregnant seven months pregnant um like in a perfect world companies can't discriminate against you uh, as a as a pregnant person but there's still going to be people who do and they they claim it's something else like you just weren't a good you know culture fit but you know in reality they're being pretty shady but it's, yeah that's definitely a worry dude it, it yeah it's it's i guess it's a little bit tough but um maybe quickly pivoting but keeping on the dad topic yeah, something yeah. that i've thought about because video games go through these these um i guess it's trends so uh-huh. like when we grew up like runescape was like everyone played runescape uh, mm-hmm. did, did, did you have that with like your friends I in did. school and stuff yeah. yeah 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 a lot of people did you go to like the library and there would be all these kids that you don't even know and they're all playing runescape and oh, dude, that's awesome so cool to literally live that yeah it was, it was awesome and then <laughs> world of warcraft came and it kind of put a fork and a lot of people moved on to world of warcraft and then kind of mm. runescape was like this game that was like kind of for little kids world of warcraft yeah. where we all pivoted uh but kind of fast forwarding minecraft became the new runescape like all the kids played minecraft yeah. And then Fortnite jumped in there, and now Fortnite's the cool game. Um, it's the one. <laughs> now it's Roblox, I think. Roblox yeah. is pretty popular with kids nowadays. Interesting. Okay. What do you like? What do you think? Like for your son, he's gonna grow up. He's gonna know you're gonna play RuneScape. Are you gonna introduce him to the game? Do you think he's gonna play it? And do you, or do you think he's gonna be like, you know how like this classic rock, and it's like, yeah, that's what, that's yeah. dad, I'm with you. dad I'm, rock. I'm tracking with you. Do you think RuneScape will be a... That's like a dad game. That's like an old person's game. I'm not going to push it. I'm really... I mean, by the time I think he would understand the game, it's probably going to be like another five to seven years. Mm -hmm. Maybe even more. Like, I wouldn't expect... 
a five-year-old to understand this game and all the intricacies. Like, sure, we can make a woodcutting account. We can go mining, you know, we can fish. But, like, if I really wanted my child to enjoy this game and and have a relationship with them and play it, like, 10 years old probably is the age I'm looking to introduce. But there's definitely other games that I think would bode very well with like a five-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever age I'm going to introduce video games to him. Um, like Minecraft. I love Minecraft. It's, it's my, probably game. my second or third favorite game. And uh, like kids love that game. It's very easy to understand. It's a very Build, creative game break. too. Yes. Yeah. My niece plays and she is so creative. Like most kids her age, because she's like eight or nine, um, most kids her age have like a creative world and it's just full of things they've made. That's cool. Like she has scale replicas of like all these things like Pokemon and, 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 and things that you can just create because it's literally pixels mm-hmm. that you're making. So yeah, to answer your question, I, I don't know if it's going to be RuneScape, but it'll definitely be something. Um, he'll likely have his own like gaming computer, man. That reminds me, there's this guy on TikTok. um, him and his son stream. It's really cool. Hmm. But like, they don't really, I don't know. I haven't checked out their stream, but like, it doesn't seem to me like they interact much with the chat, but what they do is like, they just sit and have conversations. And so like, they've got the kid over here, the dad's over here, they're both streaming and the kid's probably like six, seven years old, but it's just a cool dynamic to see, you know, a father son duo, like building a world, playing together. And like I really, I'm looking forward to those days yeah. with my kid. Now, when you when you picture that, do you picture it RuneScape or do you picture like Minecraft? Probably Minecraft. Again, I would, I go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I know I said that like I'm not going to do it, but <laughs> you bring up a good point. It's like why not? You well, know, it's also you're making me think like why not? <laughs> well, the other question is like, um, like I I really like RuneScape. It's a very special game, and I think it is one of the best MMOs. I mean, it's one of the most popular mm-hmm. MMOs right now, which is surprising at first, but then it's a good yeah. game. There's a lot to do. But I, at the same time, I, I have like friends that know I play RuneScape, and I don't think I've ever been like, you should play it. I don't really oh. recommend <laughs> anyone to play it because it's... Mo- I think most people are going to play it and they're going to be like, yeah, it's not my game. And I'm, yeah. I'm fully aware of that. But yeah. then also, when it comes to having a kid... Would you have the worry of like this game will devour your life? Oh, like well, I mean, you're gonna skip <laughs> school because you're playing RuneScape. No, not oh, maybe no. not. But I totally had a friend when I was in school, thirteen years old. I had a friend named Sean, and he was I was like level eighty or seventy, and he was like level a hundred and something. So he was like we were the same age, but I kind of looked up to him in in RuneScape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, RuneScape goggles on because he had this cool account. But he would skip school all the time because he was like, just wanted to woodcut all day. He wanted 99 oh woodcutting, but he would skip all the time. And it became a problem where his mom and the school would get a, like, had to, they, something happened. The school got involved being like, yo, this kid yeah. never comes to school. And the mom's like, I don't know what happens. Cause she, she'll leave for work. He's supposed to take the bus. And then he just doesn't because he's, oh and he goodness. stays home and plays RuneScape all day. So then it's like, uh, <laughs> I also wouldn't want, I would not want that to happen. Right, right, right. I think at that point, it's just going to be like establishing boundaries 
and establishing good gaming habits. Mm. Like having gone through that myself, having gaming be something I'm very passionate about, I would I would venture to call it an addiction, but I know that that like an addiction is a very serious thing and like it's for me it's playing video games. It's a hobby. So I know that it can get to the point where you know, you're thinking about it all the time. You want to log in all the time. You want to play. And it's and it, and it's like having the wherewithal as a parent to guide and coach your young one to, hey, you know what? It's okay to not log in. It's okay to have other things that you enjoy. And I would encourage you to have other things that you enjoy. Um, video games are great. Video games are a great outlet. Um, the one thing I want to avoid is like demonizing it or yeah. or or putting bad connotation because i grew up in an era where people were like you're gonna go blind from staring at that screen and video games are a waste of your life brain's gonna turn to mush yeah (laughs) your brain's got you're losing brain cells but like people (laughs) literally have careers around playing video games oh yeah you and i have podcasts where we talk about runescape so it's like it's it's not a worthless game you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. There's no, still going to be people mm-hmm. who see it that way, but I definitely won't as a parent. Yeah, and you kind of make a good point because it's like, you know, someone has like a RuneScape addiction. Is it a RuneScape addiction? Or if RuneScape wasn't there, would something else just take its place? That's that's kind of how I look at it, too. Yeah. It's like if this if it wasn't RuneScape, it would probably be Minecraft. If it wasn't Minecraft, it would probably be Animal Crossing. If it, You know, the list can go to the end of all time and be like, what? At the yeah. end of the day, what is it? You know what I mean? And it can, like, going back to that Sean guy, he got into to drugs eventually, right? So it's oh, like he, no. a bit of a, an addictive personality. And then I had another friend, his name was Ryan, didn't really play RuneScape too much, but he played World of Warcraft and he was addicted. His, his bedroom was, a, he had a bathroom attached to it. Mm-hmm. But that bathroom was still too far. So he had to use oh, bottles. No. So here I go over to his house and here he has oh, like no, three no. piss bottles next to his computer. I'm like, bro, it's, a, it's like two steps oh, away. What happened? bro? You know what? I had to do, I had to do some raids. So that's insane. It's pretty gnarly, but he eventually quit. And then he got super addicted to working out. It's all he does. All he does is work oh. out and he's super jacked. So it's like, I think some people are just wired with a bit of an addictive personality as well. So maybe yeah. as you mentioned, maybe it's not the game. Maybe it's yeah. just having healthy habits because if it, RuneScape's not there, maybe it would be like collecting stamps or some, something. <laughs> I don't know. Again, it's just like being there for them as a, as a parent, you know, ha- helping them figure out a healthy work life, game life, hobby life balance at the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And that's just being mindful, being mindful as the adult in the relationship to say, hey, you know what? I am not a perfect human. I'm not the perfect parent, but I've been through some stuff and here's what I can offer you as advice. Take mm-hmm. it or leave it. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's just advice. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their life. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> I don't want to come across that way. It's just a balance, man. Yeah. The balance. Um, okay. Now I, and I'm, I want to, I have a question as well. I got two, yeah, yeah. two part questions. So mm-hmm. I guess you have the one kid. Let's just, I guess we can just focus on the one now. Is there an mm-hmm. age? you're very excited for that you're really looking forward to. Mm. Yeah. I think honestly, like him at one year, my kid right now mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, he's going through, you know, so much development, but like he doesn't have 
the verbal component. So it's just a lot of yelling at this point. And if <laughs> and if something is going if something is not going his way, tantrum. Okay. Um so I'm 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 actually excited for like the next six to eight months when he starts to learn how to talk. Okay, cool. And because we've gone through you know, we've gone through the mobile phase. Like he's up and walking now. Oh, awesome. He's on his own. Um and he's walking around just screaming. So <laughs> But I think if 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 not if not for like, you know, 18 months, 24 months, I'm actually excited for whenever I can just like throw the baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Play outside, go throw a baseball. If you scrape your knee, you know, it's not the end of the world. Babies are kind of fragile yeah. at this time in their life, especially at, at, I mean, especially three months, but even at a year old, he's, he's still kind of vulnerable. Mm. Um, not two days ago. The kid just tripped and like bit his lip Oof. almost through. Ugh. So like he has a big sore uh-huh. on his lip right now. But he literally just tripped over his foot and like landed on the on the tile. So it's things like that that I'm like, once we get out of this stage of, you know, you're not falling over yourself all the time and you know, you're not getting into the pantry if we end up leaving the door open, um, life will just be a little bit less stressful. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be naive and think that like the grass is greener on the other side either because i know it's not every stage in a child's life and development is going to come with challenges and it's going to come with things that you've never dealt with before and i just really i like to be mindful of those kinds of things totally what about you i'm still like learning at what age do they do this but when i was a kid (laughs) it's probably like five years old We'll, we'll go with five but when i was like young my dad used to play the nes a lot uh, NES console, and he played a game called. Um, it was Super Contra, or it was Contra. The game was called Super C, which is like the second. You ever played Contra? I haven't. No. Okay, well, it's like this shooting game for NES. Uh, it's really, uh-huh. really hard. It's those man going, NES games are really hard. They're brutal. <laughs> I went back. I played yeah. some on my phone. Got an emulator. They are hard. Oh, cool. Um, but I used to sit and watch my dad play these games all the time. That was just, mm-hmm. I loved to watch him i'm really looking forward to like when my kid's old enough that he's like i want to sit down and watch you play these games or like oh yeah you know okay mommy's not here let's go play some of those like let's go play call of duty or one of those games that she's not gonna want you watching so right (laughs) (laughs) i'm kind of excited for like that stage where he gets excited to just watch me play a game that's fun yeah Um, that's awesome and then and then where i'm getting my the age that I'm a little bit worried about is like first steps into high school. Cause oh, there's gosh. so many social, <laughs> there's so many social problems that happen there. And it's, it's going and especially now with phones and all this stuff, like with oh like gosh, social bro. media. <laughs> I, yeah. Part of me is like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to have an answer on how to deal with like nope. some of these nope. social things, but literally dude, like from the time that we were, kids and our parents were trying to figure it out to now it's a completely different game mm-hmm. you know it's an ever-evolving culture it's an ever-evolving world that at this point right now i could i could game plan and try and figure out what i want to do and how i'm going to handle a situation when he turns 13 14 15 whatever but at that point it's already it's already expired your mm-hmm. your plan is out of date <laughs> you know yeah um so 
uh, it's just going to take some time. I, I really do. It's like, I can't think about how I want to, how I want to raise a teenager until we get a little bit closer. Like, you know, yeah, I guess 10 or 11 years old. And it's like, oh gosh, now we can figure this out because it's got a good handle on what culture is like. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like one of those cross those bridges when you get there. Um, yeah. I think that's, that's the best way to look at it. Honestly, cross the bridge when you get there. And that's like probably, and you, you said it best. You're like, what is the thing we're learning at this stage? What is the thing we're trying to learn now? Uh, going back to what I said earlier, it's like every stage in their development is going to be different. It's going to come with challenges and just navigating that while also trying to figure out who you are, what you like to do. Can mm-hmm. you still be a, a gamer? Um, it's, it's just a, it's a delicate balance. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that is a good time to wrap up this, this portion. Um, what do you think? Oh, per- yep. That sounds great. All right, man. Well, <laughs> XP wasters and wilderness listeners, if, you're, uh, if you stick around after the break, we'll have some more content for you, but we will see you guys after this. So, you're out of work, and you're looking for a career that'll bring purpose, meaning, and value to your life. Well, look no further. We have the opportunity for you. Here at the Grand Exchange, the customer comes first. One of our regulars always shows up wearing what I assume is like thousand-year-old armor. Andy has one of those abyssal demons following him around, so I'm pretty certain he just owns this place. Here at the Grand Exchange, you'll find working conditions that are second to none, with employee comfort being one of our highest priorities. Who thought it was a good idea to give our uniforms long sleeves? It's the middle of July, there's no roof on this place. I'm sweating my balls off out here. Here at the Grand Exchange, we strive to make each and every day worthwhile for our valued staff. Kids these days have no respect. I've been working here for 54 years, and I've never once heard a thank you from any one of these adventurers. Here at the Grand Exchange, we pride ourselves on our calm and comfortable working environment. I'm sorry, what was the question? I couldn't hear you. Just doing people screaming. They shout the same things all day long. It's like they're robots or something. There's nobody going to do anything about this. Here at the Grand Exchange, employee health and well-being are among our top priorities. (laughs) Oh my god. She wanted all of it. She wanted all 600 million gold pieces. Do you know how much that weighs? I can't... I can't feel my legs! So come on down to the Grand Exchange and submit your application to become one of Gilinor's happiest and healthiest employees. We look forward to serving you while you serve Gilinor. Here at the Grand Exchange. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. (laughs) It's part of the show now where we give a shout-out to our patrons, starting with the Wise Old Man tier, Thank you so much to Scape Caution, Elagio, Bollimer, Basket, Benjamin R, Bork Jerry, Bloodman, aka Young Kyle, Hadad Bod, C Gladney, Morty, Cream Tam, Duke Bradley, D Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forestry, Fortimus, Francine twelve twenty five, M B Jones, Jack M, Jake W, Jerry, Jordy. Potato Pancake, Posh Padre, Magmorpheus, Mima, 999999, Not a Hippo, Obsidian Paladin, Okami Dashami, Ice, Hualo, Fury, Salted Snake, Soggy Waffles, Shadow, Skalaxin, Skoldveg, Solaire, Sweet and Tangy, The Chungaroo, Troll, Tyler H., and Zach without a K. Thank you so much to everybody in the Wise Old Man tier. We appreciate you so, so much. So, so much. Now to give a lovely shout out to our KBD tier folks. Starting out with Oxy's dad, my dad, <laughs> Dills' dad, everyone's dad, G.I.M. Stones, Kroll, the Lord Jake himself, our third favorite Patreon supporter, Ralph, Spartan Fire, and Toast No Toast. Again, thank you so much. To everyone who supports us on Patreon, we couldn't be able to do the fun things that we do without you guys. Um, if you would like to support us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash xpwaste. We have many tiers available, starting all the way from $1 and up. If you subscribe at the $5 tier, you'll get an extra episode every single month. It's quite fun. Lots of cool stuff in there. Uh, this last episode we did for June was a lot of fun, and I think you should check it out if you subscribe at the $5 tier. We have a little uh, fun little challenge going on. If we hit a total of 150 patrons, Oxy is set to fly to Texas, where I live. We will get matching, or maybe not matching, but definitely XP waste themed tattoos. And we will definitely do a show together in person, live, probably in this office that I'm standing in for the first time ever and i'll actually get to meet oxy in person for the first time ever so it'll be a lot of fun i think you guys will enjoy it we may get to do more than one episode i don't know but that'll just be if we hit our goal of 150 patrons there's no time limit set so if we hit it next year we hit it next year so uh we're i think we're over halfway there at this point so if you guys want to join one dollar tier five dollar tier all the way up whatever patreon.com slash xp waste that's enough for the self-promo. Dills is actually going to take over now for the community question. Take it away, Dills. Thank you very much, Michael. 
Uh, so the question last week, I'm saying it as if I was I was here. What is right. your biggest pet peeve in old school RuneScape? That that was the question, right? Yeah, absolutely. What what's your biggest pet? Can I ask you what your biggest pet peeve is? Am you I derailing can. this entire segment already? No, dude. No, dude. It's good. Um, my biggest pet peeve is that, and we kind of already talked about it. It's just like there's no clear progression in mm. the early game you know you mm. kind of have to figure it out on your own or you have to join a clan you have to join a community um i also nice. i can't think of anything else actually <laughs> very cool okay well let's hear what other people's pet peeves are starting i'm with, eagerly waiting starting with vince this is people who decide to look down on other people they aren't look down on other people they aren't playing efficiently it's like mm. everyone has to be playing in the most sweaty and arthritis inducing way or you're not osrs enough for the game i, I agree. actually kind of relate to that too like not to say that i despise the high level efficient community but it's just it's not my style so you know. one thing that's kind of made me a little bit more hopeful i don't know or happy is it seems like we're kind of stepping away from that mindset mm. like years ago it was all about yeah like like no XP waste, like wasn't a meme. It was like serious, <laughs> serious yeah. stuff. And like anytime a new way of introducing a new like skilling method that was like AFK or if it had better experience rates, people were like, "Whoa, what are we doing here?" But mm -hmm. it seems like we're now more accepting, where we're like, "Why does runecrafting have to be so boring to train?" And then we yeah. Guardians of the Rift. So it yeah. seems like we're slowly moving away from it. But anyways, <laughs> love it. Agree. Uh, Lord Maticus says the daily gender argument at the GE in World 420. STFU. Uh, really? Is that a thing? I have no idea. I, I don't hang out in World 420 enough, it seems. But no, no, I'm almost afraid to ask for more context. Yeah. Let's Maybe just, just leave it at that. <laughs> you know what? I think we should take this as a let's stay out of the GE in World 420. Um, <laughs> Jacob M says that there isn't a loot all option when you kill something with multiple drops that is kind of annoying yeah that's a tough one. i i don't know yeah. if i would want that wait why like it's convenient no it is convenient just one button that says loot all but you can still pick it up individually yeah that is I nice know, it's, it's convenience like if you're going to pick up every single drop at hydra you know it's going to drop you like battle staves two sets of bones and and coins or whatever you know there's like mm -hmm. six things on the ground instead of spam clicking you just like loot all or you can only pick up the battle stabs if you want to leave the bones on the ground it would be really nice on mobile too yes we, oh if we don't goodness. have the text on the ground right now so that'd be very nice i kind of along with this i kind of wish that there was an auto loot system where it would literally just pick it all up for you and then mm. you could decide whether or not you want to drop it I'm surprised we don't have more items that allow you to do that. We have the Ring of Wealth, which yeah. picks up gold for you. Like <laughs> you know, that's funny. I take I take the Ring of Wealth with me when I do a gargoyles task because like oh, yeah. screw efficiency and like I would much rather just auto pick up the GP because it's <laughs> like five six hundred k just in coins. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, sorry if I'm derailing this. Can I ask a, Can yeah. I ask a quick question? Because I'm curious. Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. Because because you sound similar to me. Is there anything you do in the game that has you stop and be like, man, I'm I'm way too cheap in this game? Yes. Like, for me, I pick up all my pure essence that are noted. Okay. And, and, you know, it's worth, like, one gold each, but I'll pick up, like, 50 off the ground. I pick up, like, any stackable item. And I'm sure. like, Same. I don't need to keep doing this. 
Well, it's a collection at that point, you know? Like, yeah. if I have 100,000 Pure Essence, who's it bother? <laughs> no one. Yeah, Yes, true. I do that exact thing. Uh, mine is that instead of taking a super combat potion, yeah. I'll take the individual attack, strength, and defense. No. <laughs> yes, yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <sighs> or you bring, like, the holy wrench when you have, like, three prayer potions I with you just for, like... the holy wrench. Yep. Yeah, just for an extra, like, eight doses or eight prayer points. Um... All right, that was from Spotify. Now we'll pivot over to YouTube. We got a nice. few from YouTube. I say we like I'm just like a regular <laughs> part of the show. <laughs> um, so 10,000 Slug says, biggest pet peeve for me is the fact you can't link multiple characters to one single account and not having the ability to, to just have your accounts on one account makes it difficult to want to make an Iron Man character. Mm. I can get behind that. Yeah would be nice I, they're coming out with this jagged launcher that they're trying to like incorporate old school runescape and probably rune light at some point but then runescape 3 did you hear they're working on like a third game i did i did yeah. so i bet you that's gonna show it's up there. very interesting be cool if we can get all of our characters there well you, you said earlier you have like five or six accounts that you're paying membership for it'd be super nice if you could just like have one membership maybe it's a little bit more money right but yeah. like you have one $15 a month, whatever, 20 a month, and then you can have up to five accounts on it or 10 yeah, accounts be, oh, or something. Amazing. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have from Ferg's Durger. I love that name. Nice. My biggest RuneScape pet peeve is when you're actively doing something, you go to the skills tab and open a skills guide, and it stops what you're doing. Walking, My... how about you take a seat over here? Cooking, <laughs> those lobsters like being raw. And speaking of raw, it rubs me raw. Let me multitask, dang it. Yes. Berg's Durger. 100% oh behind you there. I didn't know that I needed something so much until after I heard this comment. <laughs> There's so many things you go to it's open so up, dumb. and it's like, you can't do that because you've got to finish your activity you're doing. And it's like, well, <sighs> why? Why don't we finish what we're doing before we do this? I'm like, <laughs> come on. I know Bro, this I'm, game is 20 years old, but like, can we not? I'm just trying to log out or something like silly. You're, you're trying to like mm-hmm. teleport. Ugh, anyways. Um, <laughs> Frito Lay Seventeen says biggest pet peeve: the fact that tick manipulation, especially for prayer, has become the meta. Seems mm. cheaty to me. Oh. I agree. I've I did I've been sending a few attempts at the Inferno, yeah. and you have to think in ticks, yeah. and I don't like that. I don't oh. like that at all. Um, I don't know if that's so much more. I like I don't know if that's tick manipulation versus like tick mechanics. Because tick manipulation is like stalling, you know, using like the pestle and mortar. Yeah. Um, but like tick mechanics, I think that's different. In well, the Inferno, yeah, I know. It's like mm-hmm. they built in these mechanics so that you have to do things on a certain cycle. Um, but I don't know. What, I don't know exactly what he means. Well, for like he mentions prayer use, so I imagine like prayer flicking, which is something you kind of have to do for the Inferno, and it's just like. I, I don't like how that's how you have to think, and you have to think in ticks. Like, oh, this guy's going to attack me in four ticks. Mm-hmm. It kind of it starts breaking the immersion a little bit for me. And, uh-huh. and I think I'm too dumb to wrap my head around it, so I just get frustrated. <laughs> um, Smooth brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I agree there. Uh, we have Skalaxon, and he says, My Shout biggest out. pet peeve is elitism in RuneScape. Mm. Too many people bring others down because they have different journeys in their accounts. And many of those will let you know this when you never even asked. I was in a clan before TNL, 
and everyone seemed to have something to prove to each other and the requirements mm. to be in there were super high. I love that TNL accepts and motivates everyone regardless of where they are in their adventure. Also nice. agreed. This game is like yeah. a sandbox game. The whole beauty of it is like nobody's got the same journey and you can do it. Right. You can do it in everything like 20 different ways. But then yeah. you talk to someone that was like, no, there's one there's way to one do way it. One way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> that goes back to my pet peeves too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you, Sklaxon. That was all of the, uh, the, the biggest pet peeves on YouTube. All righty. So thank you everyone who answered the community question from last week. This week's question is, if you could make uh, a Snowflake account, like Swampletics, Tile Locked, what have it, um, what account build would you make and why? So you can mm. find that question in the community question section on Spotify or on the pinned comment on the YouTube video for this video. It is time now for the levels and achievements. Um, I didn't hear anything back from Oxy about last week, so apparently I did well. <laughs> This section is is kind of it's it's along the lines of I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> I'm trying to make Oxy proud here, but starting out with uh these will be the capes of accomplishment. We've got Bar Down Frost with a double quest cape with his boy Slappy. So it looks like got a, a tandem quest cape completion with the friend. That is awesome. That's pretty cool. I wonder what the final quest was. Yeah, they didn't actually say. Most of the time, it's like Night of the Theater. So mm. that would be actually really cool if like both of their quests were Night at the Theater and they did a duo to complete it. Ooh, that's going to be that's gonna be fun to do on the group Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if when a new quest come out, if they both have to wait to do it together. Oh, to continuously now they're like them. stuck together forever. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. One of them quits. Oh. It's game over. Looks like Captain Clunk. Got a fire cape. So much shaking, but a day well spent. Heck yeah. Huge. Let's see. It took two hours and 26 minutes. But a two hour and 26 minute fire cape is still a fire cape. <laughs> Hell yeah. I did the fire cape on my pure, like my one defense pure a while. And I thought it was going to be easy. I've done it multiple times on my main account. My pure had best in slot everything. It had like 90 range, Tebow, every, like the best in slot everything. Yeah. And I got my ass kicked. Over and over and over. It's hard. <laughs> I forgot oh, how man. hard it is. Oh, man. Anyways. Yeah, I tried to do it on my group Ironman last year, back in November. I got to wave like 50-something, 50 53. Mm. I don't remember, but just kind of tanked because I, I ran out of food. <laughs> yeah, those Rangers, so, they hit hard. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try it again once I get some better gear, but it's on the, the to-do list as well <laughs> as getting Barrow's gloves and stuff. So Nice. So that's going to do it for the Capes of Accomplishment. Moving on to the, I want to say PVM, no, 99s? No, okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to go with 99s, and it looks like our boy Abominator got 99 range wearing a dark bow on a cow. That, classic. If you don't get a 99 in the cow fields and lumberage, did you even get a 99? That's my question. <laughs> that's a good call. We got our boy shadow blade with 99 agility so i feel like shadow has been training agility for the last 10 years so i think his over. words were i can finally play the game <laughs> three yeah uh this isn't really a cape of accomplishment more than it's 
it's like a monkey of accomplishment. Um, our boy Iron Hyla got 2,000 laps at the Apatol Agility Course. Nice. Unlocked the princely monkey. Uh, with Dills' motivation, I am now <laughs> on that grind. So <laughs> I hit 123 laps today. So Oh, wow. Um, well, Michael, you're right, right behind him. We're getting there. <laughs> We've got Formatini again this week with 99 strength. Heck yeah. Uh, in the screenshot, they're wearing a dragon scimitar with dragon skirt. Nice. So I'm wondering if they're not an Iron Man. So I'm wondering if they use the dragon scimitar the entire time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Going back to basics. Yeah. Last but not least, we have our PVM achievements. We had two people get Barrow's gloves this week. Shout out to Skoldveg. Sholdveg. I don't know. For a 69 combat. Nice. Barrow's nice. glove completion. Um, kind of jealous because that's the grind that I'm on right now. <laughs> and we have Ferg Durgerson. Yeah. Shout out to you again for the <laughs> for the for the name drop there. Also completed the recipe for disaster quest and got Bear's gloves. Looks like we got Mr. Darkside with a perfect Zolra combat task achievement. Mm-hmm. I don't know what tier that's in, but he said it was much easier than he thought it would be. Let's see, last but not least, we've got two people. On the Barrow's Gloves grind, Lex completed Desert Treasure and the Legends Quest and will probably have a screenshot for their Barrow's Gloves next week. And we have cookies for the Legends Quest achievement. So if you would like to post in the Levels and Achievements section on our Discord, um, you may get shouted out in a future episode. Hopefully Oxy will be back soon so that I can stop scuffing up this section. (laughs) It's not my forte. And um, I'm hoping one day Oxy will call me and give me some feedback saying, Michael, I'm coming back to America. You suck at doing the levels and achievements. <laughs> Shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now it is time for the fun question section, the, the moment you've all been waiting for. This one actually comes in from Astro Nebula on YouTube. It's a YouTube comment. If you guys want to post a fun question, feel free to post it on YouTube. Give us an email. Do whatever you want. Actually. Please send us a postcard. I haven't gotten a postcard in a while. <laughs> and they're actually right there in the back. I'll put it on the wall. Fun stuff. Um, and if you awesome. have a fun question on the postcard, instantly read it on the podcast. So the fun question is, if you could design a new weapon for RuneScape, what would you do? Personally, I would add a staff spear so it would use magic and melee. One in three chance of using magic, which makes protecting in PvP a bit more interesting. Mm. So if you can add a new design, if you could design a new weapon for RuneScape, what would you do? Dills, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Oh, wow. What a a good question. Um, If you got something, you can can dive in. I have nothing. Okay. (laughs) So here's the first thing that pops into my head, Um, which, by the way, I like that first pitch where it goes between melee and magic. Dude. Yes. Back so in good. back back in the bounty hunter days, kind of over now, but they had the blessed Sarah sword, which is like the golden Sarah sword. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, obviously the sword attacks with melee, but the special attack is magic based damage. So it would be so, it was always so much fun to be fighting someone and they're wearing full melee, and they have no idea when you're about to just whack them. Mm. You're about to whack them with like a big hit of magic damage. Interesting. And they, nev- they could never see it coming because you don't have to switch weapons. Um, so I like that idea. So the, anyways, the first idea that popped into my head was it's a staff. I'm not going to worry about balancing it. It's going to be broken. It's, this is sure, going to be sure, busted sure. on release. <laughs> Jagex is going to hotfix it. Okay. But 
It's a staff that does damage. Like a, it's like a trident or the saying staff where it's a charge staff, but it has a special attack. And the special attack allows you to shoot shoot someone on your team, like shoot a, another person, and it heals them. Oh. Yeah, and it heals them. I was going to say it damages them for like 20 damage, but then over like 5, 10 seconds, they heal 50 damage. But then mm. there's too much griefing that could go on there. But <laughs> That's very true. I wish we had more ways of healing each other. I, thought, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Initially, when, when you said that, I was thinking you're going to shoot your opponent and it's going to heal them, but it's going to ricochet off of them to the next closest target and damage them. Ooh. Like if you're at Corp cool and you were trying to like kill Corp, you would send a blast at your friend and would heal them and then it would damage Corp or something. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Dicey. <laughs> but it would have to be, would it be a spell? Like you cast a spell? Like how the trident works with, I with like, like a charges or something? Like you or would could it be still... a chance to heal oh, them and like, a... ooh, like a 1% chance it insta-kills them? Oh, would you still wow. use that though? <laughs> if you're, I guess, in a bind. Um, oh man 99 percent chance it works that one percent chance it's going to insta kill them and in D D, there's the sorcerer class and there's a way you can trigger this effect where you have to roll a, a d100 so one out mm -hmm. of 100 and then whatever it lands on something happens there's a huge chart and it can be anything from like you go bald to like you can <laughs> you age by 10 years or you de-age by 10 years most of them are good, like they'll heal you or it protects you from dying for 10 minutes. But mm -hmm. one of them, it's a very small chance, like 1% chance, where you instantly die and you explode and kill everyone around. Not kill everyone, but oh my gosh. do a lot of damage to people around you. Anyways, my point is, I, I take that chance all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling on that D100 chart. I might die, but I probably won't. Um, so every time you, you roll it, you're like, I'm taking the chance. We're taking the chance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. I guess that means it's my turn. So I'm really bad. I, I'm I'm just terrible at coming up with like weapons for games because like my mm. brain thinks about swords, shields, staffs, like your basic things. So I'm just gonna build off of what we already have in the game. And this is a new tier of dragon weapon. Mm. It is a dragon flail. Oh, so you know how like it's a two-handed weapon. So you can't wear a shield with it. Um, but it, it will do... I guess it would be a little bit faster than a battle axe, but a little bit slower than a scimitar, I think, is how I want to balance the speed. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> balance the speed. Um, do dra dragon weapons have special attacks, right? But like nobody yeah. uses them. I mean, there are some. DDS is great. The whoosh, whoosh, swipe, DDS swipe. Good. But like... Declaws. D claws. Oh, I forgot about the D claws. Dragon Warhammers. That's pretty. Okay. Yeah. So the spec on. Okay. The spec on this is going to be 50 50. On a 50% chance you hit your max hit, or a 50% chance you damage yourself. Mm. Going back to kind of what you said, I think it would be mm -hmm. interesting to have a little bit of risk and reward. Like a 50 50, you're either going to hit him for like a 45 or you're going to damage yourself a 45. Can you take that? I think that would be really interesting. Like you hit yourself for a max hit or you hit them for a max hit. 50 50 chance. Mm hmm. Or should it be lower? 
Should it be a lower chance that you hit yourself? 50-50 seems a little punishing. <laughs> the The worst part is, like, you know that that would be, like, well, it's your fault for chancing it then. But if you killed yeah. yourself with it, you'd be, like, pretty upset. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I'm thinking, like, it's a two-handed weapon. There's little balls on a on a chain. So, like, you're liable to hit yourself with it. And it's only a dragon tear weapon, so it may not even be that strong. Like, what's your max hit with max melee with a scimitar? Do you know? I don't. I have but... the thing. I have the dummy in my house. I probably could go check. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have Torva though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry that I couldn't come up with something better. Flails good. Was... We have like we have two flails really. They call them chain maces. Well, yeah. Varric flail. Yeah. And then Varric. what was the other one? And Vigora's chain mace. Is that the same thing? Oh. I think it's kind of the same. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of think the Vigor's chain mace looks like a Inquisitor's mace with just like a handle on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder yeah. if Vigor and uh, whoever the Inquisitors were are tied in lore. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> ah, well, thank you so much, Nebula, Astro Nebula, more so, for the fun question. Appreciate that. If you guys, again, if you want to send us a fun question, you can send us an email, send us a postcard. The P.O. Box is in the description, but I'll read it off for you right now. Send it to xpwayspodcast at P.O. Box 634, Haslett, Texas 76052. And uh, I'll, put it on the, I'll put it on the wall behind me. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. All right, Dills. I think that is the end of the episode, sir. Oh, Did you fine. have anything you would like to plug? Um, I mean, not really. Like I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but if you want to ever feel like Another RuneScape podcast. Um, this is the Wilderness Podcast. Do you guys have a bingo coming up? We do have a bingo coming up. Everyone's welcome to join. It's starting at the beginning of August, and it's perfect. Uh, I got you know I'm moving during that date, so I'm gonna I'm trying to like figure out a way to do it on mobile. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be fun, but yeah, bingo's bingo's right. a fun time. Yeah, RuneScapers, RuneScapers, and like senior citizens share that in common they love bingo stamping that bingo card <laughs> i didn't know where you're going with that but i i got there in the end i got there in the end uh, i think we're gonna have we'll have the link to your discord in the description for this episode oh, cool. and uh, if you guys want to join that bingo head over to the wilderness podcasts discord sure you got all of the rules all the sign up stuff there uh yeah. if you want to check out xp waste we have everything you would need in the description Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash xpwaste. We have a merch shop, xpwaste.shop, if you want to buy yourself a shirt like I'm wearing here. Pro tip, though, if you get the minimalist shirt like I did, don't put it in the dryer because <laughs> a, a lot of the wording came off there. So I just have like a, a really vintage-looking shirt. Super minimalist uh, now. Yeah, super minimalist. <laughs> it's like almost not there. Uh, follow me on Twitch. It's down in the description. I've been streaming at least... Once, maybe twice a week, if, I've, if I'm into it that week, um, you can follow, I was going to say follow Dills, but like, do you have any <laughs> social media that you want to plug? You got um, Twitter? Um, you can do my Twitch. I do it occasionally. Yeah. You can follow Dills on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash the Dills. I do it on occasion. Okay. Um, you might catch me doing some Inferno streams. I got a little, Ooh. I bought a little heart monitor. No way. So that when I do get to Zuck, if I do, you want to like, awesome. spike up and be like, Jesus, That's this awesome. guy's really unhealthy. Um, that is so cool. Dude, yeah, check out. It's <laughs> OSRS Dills, you said? The Dills. The Dills. Okay, twitch.tv slash the Dills. 
All right, folks, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone for getting this far in the episode. And we will see you guys next Thursday. Bye.